Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Blessings and peace, everyone. Peace and blessings. Thank you so much for joining me on a peaceful moment. We back in the motions of the ocean. You can't stop the beat or the sun in the sky. You can wonder, but you'll never ask why. And if you try to stop me, I'm going to spit in your eye and say, you can't stop the beat. Now I'm just playing. Today, me and my good friend Tamar, we're talking about death. And it was so funny. Before we started this podcast, uh, we were walking, and this man stopped me. He's like, hey, what you doing over there with those microphones? And I was like, oh, I'm shooting a podcast. And he's like, oh, so what y'all talking about? And I was like, uh, we're talking about death. Exactly when I said that, me and Tamar looked at each other like, uh, should I have said that? Because if somebody asks you, what are you talking about on the podcast? One thing they aren't gonna expect you to say is death and the way i said it i said it so energetically i said it so like so jovial so that's not a word is that a word jovial 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 i don't know but i said it so enthusiastically and he was like nah i'm good off that and i'm like what you mean he was like oh i don't do something like that but y'all take care and i was like hey bro i can link you i can put you on a podcast he was like nah i'm good Y'all talking about some stuff I don't do. So me and, me and Tamara, we just like, what the hell's going on with this guy? But just from that small snippet, you can already tell in our nation, I live in America. So the culture of death in our nation is very taboo. Death is, is supposed to be a surprise to us. And not only is it supposed to be a surprise, it's supposed to be the most horrible thing that could ever happen to anybody. And so with this episode, me and my good friend Tamar are trying to reform the culture of death. So sit back, relax, and just be peaceful. Because <laughs> I looked at the time, I said good morning. I, looked at the time, I was like, damn, it's afternoon. Uh, they wouldn't know. But it is morning, though. Good morning. It's always morning yeah, on the Peaceful afternoon. Podcast. Right. Good morning, Tamar. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well, doing well. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm very excited. Of course. Everybody always be so much on. Thank you for having me. I'm because, like, like, are you kidding me? Peaceful pleasure, podcast, stop playing. The pleasure is always mine. The pleasure is always mine. Appreciate that. So my good friend here, my good friend Tamara is here to talk about death. And we love some death. We yes, love some we do. Death. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so before we get started, Miss Tamara, go ahead and plug yourself in. Let me know everything that you got going on in the future or any projects you're working on. Yes, yes. So, what's good? I'm Tamar. I go by Hyro. I have some music coming out. I have some tarot readings that I'm doing. I have a YouTube channel. I got an Instagram. So, y'all follow me on Hyro's Emporium. We finna link it. It's all good. And, yeah, I'm also doing um, healing crystal jewelry. You know, I bless them in a sound bowl. You know, get them all ready for you so you can get all the good energies. I'm wearing one right now. I got my dog right. You feel me? He blinged out right now. You feel me? So. Yes, yes, yes. Hit me up. Yeah, good things are coming. Big year plans. Greater things are coming in the future to come. Yes, sir. And Miss Tamar 
is one half. That's so relevant. <laughs> yes, sir. Shout out Pro Peace, my big dog, my big homie, my little homie too. Shit. And if you don't know, Pro Peace is Miss um, Sade, who was on the podcast about her gift of dreams. Yes. That, did you hear that one? Yes, I did. Yes. That hit my heart. I swear it did. And we I was kind of a little, we was a little drunky drunk, oh, like, just a little bit. Uh, it, it was, was it was, a, it was a little, just a little bit. That's nice. Because we were drinking a little, um, the little seltzer waters. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't drink like beer and liquor and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's gross. Yeah. I had seltzer water and it was just hitting so good. Mm. I just love some seltzer water. I'm, I'm not a fan unless it's like it has to be the right. I don't know. It needs to be flavored. I don't know. <laughs> it just depends because it'd be a little too much for me. I feel like it'd be spicy. I'm trying to get rid of the gas or something. Like it's like a. It's like a why am I? Like let me get some water. Yeah, like I start to be like I need water. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm, I feel you though. But um, when you said you wanted to speak on um speak on death, I was like really. Because I was trying to figure out who I can get on to speak about death. No. But luckily, you came up. No, so let me ask you this first. Mm-hmm. Why did you want to speak on death? I love death. I think death is awesome. And, mm-hmm. you know, everyone's very afraid of it. I just like to talk about things that people are uncomfortable talking mm-hmm. about. It could be the psychology in me, but that's just something I like to do. So, yeah, I've always been interested in death since a child, too. Like, very, I don't know. It just never really scared me in a sense. Mm. So the fact that everyone else is scared of it, I'm like, why don't we talk about it more so we can get rid of that fear, basically? Understood, mm-hmm. understood. Because I do, um, I have a fascination with death. Um, and for a long time, like, I thought death, um, when people talk about death, it was just an eye roll to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> because, like, ah. but what I really understood, what I, like, learned in the past few years, that I don't have a problem with death. I have a, I have a problem with our culture and death, mm-hmm. the culture around and, death okay. and the death industry. I hate the death industry. I think the death industry is the most evil industry that we have in America. And now elaborate on what the death industry is. Exactly. Like um, uh, mortuary sciences. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like okay. uh, the funeral homes, um, right. the graveyards, the casket makers. Mm-hmm. Um, what are they called? The mausoleum makers mm-hmm. all that stuff and i feel like they prey on people who are in a very you vulnerable know, time right. in their life mm-hmm. and i feel like death should be should be celebrated it should be a time to reflect and to love each other definitely and the one thing you should not worry about after you had just after you just put your grandma in the ground after you put your mommy and your daddy in the ground it's how much you're gonna pay to right. exactly mm-hmm. why why should i take out a loan to put my mommy in the ground it don't make no sense at all you know at all and on that thought with you like i feel that exact same way but i feel like that about things while we're living Mm -hmm. in the sense of death so like the pharmaceutical companies like why are we paying so much to remain living because it's it's a fear you feel me Mm -hmm. like you're afraid to die so i'm gonna make sure i get my chemo i'm gonna make sure i'm doing like i'm paying all this money i don't have to live longer but being a you're I have to be careful with the words I choose because mm-hmm. I just be saying crazy things. Sometimes. I know, but like, in a in my opinion, that's more harmful than death. Like you know, than just letting mm-hmm. it come naturally, you like, accepting it and moving forward with it. Like yeah, you know, take care of yourself and death. If you can pay for it, pay for it. But to like, because chemo, you know is what I'm hard. saying? It's it's just yeah, it's the it's the industry of it's the it's a part of the industry of death. Basically, mm-hmm. is how I feel. Like all of that is involved in my head because it's just it's, like. Why are we paying for that? It should be free if that's the case. If you want, you know what I'm saying? Like, it should just be free at that point. But because of the fear, people don't care what they're spending on it exactly. at that point. And that's I the, remember um, the representative AOC from um, the gentle lady from uh, from New York. 
she was saying that um, there's a difference between a commodity and life. Mm-hmm. Like my iPhone. My iPhone, there's a certain amount that I would pay for my phone. There's, I would pay any amount of money for this phone up to a certain amount. Mm-hmm. Now, if they looked at me and said, this phone is $1,000, I'm not paying $1,000 for this fucking phone. Right. I'm not going to do it. Because I, I don't see the $1,000, I don't see the value in this phone being equal to $1,000. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to your life, people will pay any and they will give everything to stay alive. You know what right. I'm saying? So there's no reason why <sighs> we get off topic. Remdesivir. You back. know what Remdesivir is? I have no idea. Remdesivir is the leading drug to fight um to fight COVID-19 in the treatment of COVID-19. Oh, that's what, okay. Do you know how much Remdesivir is? Not at all. $415. A vial. A vial. A vial. You know how many vials you need to stay alive? 10. I don't know either. <laughs> but it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Um the uh. company Gilead. Mm. The company's called Gilead, and they make they're the um, they produced the HIV uh, prophylactic drug. Okay. The drug is seven hundred and nineteen dollars. Mm. So I want you to guess seventeen seven hundred nineteen dollars a pill, a vial, or a, a month. Pill. A month. A pill. A pill. It's no, a month. a month. It's a month. It's a month. <laughs> no, I had to I had to bring it back. It's a month. It's a month. It's seven hundred nineteen dollars a month. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. And it's like that's ridiculous. They're the, and what's crazy is that the United States government they they created the drug. You know what I'm saying? They yep. researched the drug. They created a lot of things. Gilead, the company, they oh don't say. I'm that. sorry. I, I be trying to like <laughs> this is what I'm saying. I say crazy things. I have to just slow down. Gilead, they put their patent on the drug that we paid for. Our mm-hmm. tax money paid for that. And then they turn around and make us pay $719 a month to stay alive. Mm-hmm. And you know and they're then, definitely not spending nowhere near that to make it at all. I know they're not. Like, nowhere near. Nowhere near. Nowhere near. But I digress. Yes. So let's get into it. Yeah, we did. We jumped off. We, we got off. We did. Damn. Where are y'all going? <laughs> Where is even the plane? Right. But it's because it's, it's, it's cold outside. That's why it's so loud. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, like that cold air brings. Makes sense. It's the air is denser. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what there's no clouds right now. Well, now they're coming in. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're not really cloud clouds. Either. Yeah, I had um, I paid attention in sixth grade. Those are the um, the cirrus clouds. Mm-hmm. They sit up high. So what are stratified? Strata. Is strata. Huh? Are there stratified clouds? What is it called? Oh, the uh, the, you said stratification. Yeah. Um, Stratus. Stratus clouds. Stratus. See, I, I barely paid attention. I remember being <laughs> hype about that lesson. I don't remember none of their names, at all. That's crazy. The, I know. I remember like the Stratus, the Cumulo, the Cumulo Stratus, Cumulo yes. Nimbus. Yes. Um, that was a good ass lesson. That was I fun. Get, right, right, you remember we had to go so outside. High. We had to name the. Um, yes. The, I right, was let, so hype about that. <laughs> let me get back into it. Let me get back into it. Bruh. Okay. So, what was your first experience with death? So. Okay, and this is where I'm like, I'll be having too many um, answers for different things. So, naturally, like, just in general, it was on, on TV, probably. Like, my mom is, like, a big fan of, like, Forensic Files and Cold Case and fucking just all of those type of shows. So, that's where I would see it mostly, and I was very interested in it. But as far as, like, personally, it would be my grandfather on my mm-hmm. dad's side. And that was, like, probably when I was, like, 11, like, sixth grade. Mm-hmm. I don't know what year that was. Like 2010 or so, or 11, 2000, mm-hmm. something. But yeah, that was my first experience for real. And 
it was just more than anything surreal like I didn't feel like distraught or anything like I cried you know it's crazy that morning it's so wild that morning I woke up it was a Sunday morning mm -hmm. and spring break started the week after that so I had school that week and then spring break was gonna start and like I just woke up and felt very I don't know what to call it like not still I don't mm -hmm. know what to call it it was like a very like something happened like you know you mm. just feel a different you didn't go to sleep feeling like that it was like a different like it was quiet but it wasn't qui I don't know it's it like wasn't a, a good quiet but it wasn't bad either it was just like a I noticed it mm. like something in the air was like the air was thinner something something and I just knew I just knew he died I don't know how but I just knew and then I walked out and my mom told me and I you know I just cried a little bit whatever but yeah like it was just surreal the whole time even down like on the way to the funeral I'm sitting in the thing like we're really going to this like this is real this is like for real like but I never was like really upset either because it mm -hmm. was he was sick for a while so it was like I knew it was coming and it's crazy I was more distraught when my mom because she works for hospice and like if the people that don't know what hospice is that's where it's end of life care so mm -hmm. if you know just to make you comfortable before death basically exactly. and yeah my mom just like casually told me one day she's like yeah they put your grandpa in hospice and I was just floored like could not believe it like at all like and so you he's knew done. what hospice was all the way back then yeah oh because she's like oh mm -hmm. she okay. works for him mm -hmm. so you knew yeah and i was like oh no it's over it's, over. it's literally yeah. over and yeah but when it did happen i didn't because i kind of i don't know if it's because i knew like you know it's a very touchy subject because i don't like i understand the sadness because you're not physically they're not around you but they're there in a sense so it's not and i knew that from young like i never felt like he was really gone mm-hmm but I didn't understand that he was gone. Like, you know, it's mm -hmm. very, yeah, but I've always been very comfortable with it in a sense. Like, it's never really, like, this is the, I don't know. It's never broken you. Yeah, basically, basically. But, yeah, that was my first experience. That's really crazy. I believe so, personally, anyway. Because, like, my first experience, like, ugh, my first experience with death was, uh, there's so many. Mm -hmm. It's like, cause it's like, that's what I'm saying, right? It's like, who, what was it? It was, I don't know who this lady was. I don't know who she was, but I remember going to her funeral and it was just, I was like, why am I here? <laughs> like the thoughts you have inside of like, but, right, especially funeral? when you don't know them like that. Cause that I've, I've been, I went to a funeral before my mm -hmm. grandfather's, but it was like, I had this thing. I was just, I was observing. It wasn't like a, I was personally fully connected to it. Exactly. It was just more like, wow wow like and you're just sitting there like i was i had to be like either four or five mm. i was really young and like but the memory's still vivid yeah in my it made head. an impression mm -hmm. yeah so I, I can still remember like them wheeling her in mm -hmm. like this was back in like 2002 so mm -hmm. funerals in 2002 aren't the same Girl, funerals they have now don't gotta tell like, me i know funerals now are more like civilized and you're, everybody's like everybody's <laughs> Let me somber know, i'm from the islands they are not civilized uh, at all <laughs> See, we have cultural differences. Yeah, they're not civilized, but go ahead. You have that. Mm. <laughs> it's, a, it's a show. It's a show. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yep. So, like, the funeral was, like, like, they, everybody was, this was back in the day. So, mm -hmm. like, everybody came in with, like, that ugly. The shirt? No, like, the <laughs> those big black ugly suits okay. with the shoulder pads. Okay, yeah. All the men was The good wearing, suit. The good suit, mm -hmm. that funeral suit, the that one suit. funeral suit yeah. that everybody wear. Mm -hmm. And then all the ladies had, like, the, the doilies on their head. Oh, my. It was just weird. <laughs> I was like, why am I here? Everybody's crying. And I'm a kid. I'm like, what is this? Oh, my gosh. But, like, my first, first, like, 
like close death was my uh, my godmother when she passed away and mm-hmm. she passed away like in like no time it was just she out of the blue here. yeah okay. no it wasn't out of blue but like my family like like death is like taboo for us and like being mm-hmm. sick and being ill is like but very taboo why? for us what do you mean by taboo it's like we don't it's not talked about we don't talk about death we mm-hmm. don't talk about getting sick Mm. So my my godmother she um had congestive heart failure. Okay. She had congestive heart failure. So she had um a lot of stuff on her heart, like whether mm-hmm. it be cholesterol, like blood clots. Right. There was congestion around her heart. Her heart couldn't pump at full capacity right. because of congestion. So it got really bad and then one day she went to the hospital. And our family, when you go to the hospital, you don't come back out. Oh my god. Because w- I, my family's like very prideful and mm-hmm. like we try to save face all the time mm. so if somebody in my family goes to the hospital they're not coming back out because they sat and let it whatever problem they had let they let it go on too far mm-hmm. and they don't talk about and it and they're not right they're not asking for help they're not they won't ask for help mm-hmm. they don't say anything that's crazy and so my godmother did that and then my um my great-grandfather mm-hmm. he passed away uh like probably like the same way he didn't have a congested heart failure but he it was just everything's good everything's good he's in hospital he's gone mm. and, and like it's always like that in my family mm-hmm. my grandmother when i passed when when i passed away <laughs> when she passed away when she passed away in, um, in 2010 she was cool 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 everything was good i saw grandma at church one day a few months later grandma has cancer she's in the hospital right now mm. no it was grandma's in the hospital right now so God about his bad. Okay, grandma will get surgery. She'll get out. No, grandma has cancer now. Yeah. Okay. Oh wow, grandma. How did grandma have cancer? Grandma has stage four cancer now. Grandma's gonna die in two weeks. Mm-hmm. And it's like boom. Now she's grandma's gone. Mhm. Mhm. So it's crazy. Yeah. And I feel like that's how death really. I think that's why it's so taboo in a sense for people because it's just like it doesn't. If you you can never really expect it. They're gonna tell mm-hmm. you, but you will never know. Like you know, you can know that you're gonna die in six months, but in, you don't. It's not going to be less shocking that you die. You feel me? Mm-hmm. It's not. Even if you last seven months, it's not going to still, you know, it's always going to be a shock because it is a different, like it's change basically. And mm-hmm. change is very difficult for people to handle. But yeah, no, I can, I get it. Like I understand. It do be a lot. And it that's crazy about your family though. Like that's, that's some generational stuff you have to tap into. So, <laughs> I'm have to, yeah. But you're already doing it, which is good. I'm already doing it. Yeah. Talking about the healing energy. Yeah. Cause I'm like, damn, that's something. I always think about it like that too. Like, has this been happening for generations? Like, mm-hmm. well, why don't we talk about it? What happened to where this started? Like, you feel me? I start to get like mm-hmm. that. So, but how about your family? What, like, what's your family's? How does your family handle death? Um, because you said you were from the islands, and I've been to yeah. a Haitian funeral before, and there's, <laughs> and I've been to a, a Jamaican funeral before, yes. and it's a, yep, yep. You be chilling, you hear the grandma start screaming, literally. Um, yeah, my family, my immediate family. They handle it well. Like, we know how to, we talk about it, but it's not. I feel like they handle it like everybody else, really. But it's not like too. They understand. Like, you feel, it's not like, I cannot believe this happened. It's like, yeah, like, this is coming. Let's, you know, like, they try mm-hmm. to keep calm about it. And I'm. It just depends where you're from, I guess, because, like, in America, we're very linear on time. So we feel like there's a beginning and an end. Mm-hmm. But, like, as far as, like, african cultures and like island some island cultures life is in a cyclical sense so it's like there's no real beginning or ending it's just kind of like ancestors are birthed and then they go through their stages of childhood middlehood adulthood Mm -hmm. elderly 
back into the ancestor another one like it's like that so we think of it in a sense like they're still with us but now they're in a higher place and if they recycle back into the line when they need to or if something you know what i'm saying it's like that so that's really the way i look at it as far as my family like we we don't talk about it like that i put it in those terms Mm because that's how energetically that's how we talk about it like it's like yeah but you know it's time like and they set you up around, so you yeah. can think of it that way mm-hmm. but not this is not even a setup like it just it's something i noticed like if my if i talk to my mom about this she'll probably be like yeah that's that's probably like you know that's what it is but i don't mm-hmm. think they think about it like that mm. i think they just it's just dead like it's i don't know it's that's not true. like a breaking thing because we know it happens that's what i'm saying we're aware that it's a part of life it's the same thing mm-hmm. it comes with living so it's not too crazy if and you will and like, what about like um, y'all funerals? What is like, what does that look like for y'all? So, I haven't been to a funeral like for real, for real, on my mom's side in a long time. Mm-hmm. Let's not real quick, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, way twenty twenty was going. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. So she, um, I mean, I don't know. On my mom's side, it's like very. They're just the same. Haitian funerals, in a sense, I, I happen to love funerals, and that's, like, a weird thing. I don't like to say it because people mm-hmm. are just like, what? Like, da, da, da. But <laughs> it's just nice because you get to see your family. Like, you know, we always end up celebrating in the end of it. So it's, like, mm-hmm. that's really how they handle it. It's, like, in the moment, it is sad and whatever, but we try to keep a positive outlook on it as far as that. So, like, we have our little, um like, you know, like, the viewing. They have, like, a little... After the viewing, we, like, drink a little hot chocolate, a little bread, Aww. little patties. Like, you know, everybody hangs out. They play cards, dominoes, whatever. Mm-hmm. Especially dominoes. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, everybody's seeing each other. We haven't seen each other in a minute. It always goes like that because I have a huge family. So it's like niggas are flying out from Haiti, New York, wherever. So it's mm-hmm. like it's a it's a gathering of the energy. Like, so it's it's not, I don't know. It's weird because I think it's, like, a very nice thing to see. Like, you know, it is a sad thing. It's just change. Like, it's sad in a sense because, yeah, you're, like, not re- I don't feel like you're losing somebody though. That's where it's hard for me to talk about death in a sense because mm-hmm. people just be like, "No, they're gone. You lost them, but they're not gone." So it's like, it's a it's a happy occasion, really. We handle it in like a happier sense. Like we're celebrating. It's a celebration of life more than it is a leaving. Gotcha. You know. Mm-hmm. My That's... dad said I would say it's the same kind of. I would say it's the same, but the last funeral I was over there was my grandfather's, so you know, a little as well. But it was nice. It's nice. Mm-hmm. So last year, um, I lost, I lost one of my friends from high school. Mm. I lost my um, my my uncle to COVID, mm. and lost my granddad to um to heart failure. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. And so um, when my grandfather passed away, it was that's when I got like this new outlook on death, mm-hmm. because I always wanted to have an ex- a good experience with death. Cause mm-hmm. like every experience I had with death was always like, it's like, right? What you said? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like hey, this person is okay in life. Mm-hmm. This person's going to the hospital. This person has a terminal illness that, so that they had no clue about for like four oh, years. Please. You know, And then, boom, that person that you love is gone. Mm-hmm. And so, like, death for me has always been traumatic, and, like, funerals have always been traumatic for me. Mm-hmm. But this year, um, we had a warning. There was a warning sign that my grandfather was going to pass away. Mm. So back in february right before uh valentine's day 
I got on an emergency flight, went to uh, to my dad's house, and mm-hmm. I talked to my granddad. And we had we sat down and we had a really good conversation. Mm-hmm. And I was telling him everything that I was doing in life, and I was telling him like all that I'm trying to do, what I'm trying to accomplish, and I'm like mm-hmm. I'm trying to make y'all proud and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. last year I lost my grandma. Okay. And then last year after after the funeral in the car. Oh my god. At- Stop. I'm like what? Listen, leaving the funeral mm-hmm. in the car, I'm sitting in the driver's seat of the car listening to music. Guess what my granddad in the back seat telling me? What? Well, I just I went to the doctor a few weeks ago oh and they told me that um God. might not make it to the new year. What? Why would you tell me <laughs> you're gonna I'm die? I just destroyed. got finished crying about grandma and now you telling me that you about to die? Because uh, now he he was thinking about it too, like wow. But what he was trying to do mm-hmm. was prepare me for the inevitable. Mm-hmm. You and know that's what I'm saying? real, yes. Yes. That's just, it's inevitable. That's why it's like it's not something that we should be like too hard down on. And mm-hmm. it was cra- it's crazy too because I've always had that like it's a very surreal thing for me. Like it's weird because I know it's happening and I know it's definitely going on, but it's just surreal for me. I don't know if it's because I know energetically they're still around, so I'm in a middle space of mm-hmm. yes, they're not here physically, but they are here energetically. Because mm-hmm. literally, so after my grandpa died, like I was just chilling with going back to school vibes. I'm on the bus. This is middle school. I'm going like, yeah, literally middle school. I'm on the bus to go to school and I look over and this old man in the car looks, when I say exactly like my grandpa, watch, <laughs> hat, skin tone, like it was like bad glasses, everything to the point. It's like I looked at him and I looked again like, nah, that's like, <laughs> that's, that's like, bruh. And it's like the sun was just rising. It was a very like, it was a goodbye for me at that point because I did miss his viewing because I was late. Like my parents ended up making me late. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I made it to the funeral. But just seeing that guy, and he, when I say he looked just like this man, it was like, Whoa. I still have that vision in my head. And it was like literally the week after the funeral. Mm-hmm. Like, and that was like, that was a goodbye for me. Like that was a, so I don't know if it's in the goodbye that it changes things or just no. I don't know what it is that people need to make it feel less like, dun, dun, dun. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I don't know what else to like. <laughs> like. I think, I think, I can only speak for Americans. I can only speak for Americans because, like, other cultures, I can't say anything. Mm-hmm. But what we need in America is we need, first of all, we need we need the death industry to back up. Please back up. You are not in control of mommy's body. Mm-hmm. Daddy's body does not belong to father and son's funeral and mortuary services. Please, yes. Because I feel like, and there's this lady on our YouTube. Her name is Caitlin Dowdy. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. she, I love her because when she talks about death, she talks about it in everything that it is. Mm-hmm. It's sometimes it's nasty, sometimes it's gruesome, but it's real. But it's real. It's real. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when she talks about death, like, I get, I feel like so happy because I want to, I want to experience a good death. Mm-hmm. That's actually what her stuff is called. It's called Order of Good Death. Wow. Mm-hmm. So find her on YouTube, y'all. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to link her in this, too, so she can give me some cash. Listen. But the death industry, what they have done to us is so crazy. Mm-hmm. First, they tell us, your mommy's body is disgusting. And she needs to be she cleaned. She's cleaned, right, and made up with, and waxed. She needs to be and... cleaned with um, these harsh chemicals. Oof. And we got we to gotta drink all mommy's blood. Because blood is gross, and mm-hmm. mommy's go- and the blood's gonna make mommy stinky in a funeral. <laughs> I'm sorry. So what you need to do is give me your mommy, sign this paper, so that I can have full power of attorney over mommy's body, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna drain mommy's blood and pump it with with 
formaldehyde, mm-hmm. a carcinogen that gives, like, you know how many funeral directors have like, are having cancer? Of course, of course. I'm not surprised at all. Because <laughs> they're not pumping surprised. our loves with these crazy chemicals. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just to, for what, and that's, and that's what I'm saying. A lot of people, they want that because they want a proper goodbye. Like, they want a, like something for that. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, mm-hmm. is that what it is where... What my question is, is it the accepting the fact that death is a part of life and we just, if we do that, we wouldn't worry about the funeral so much to where it's like we have to do all these different things. Like mm-hmm. we have to make sure she looks pretty and like, you know, like it's not. I think that's what that card was for. That okay. card that you um, that you gave to me, the one that said um, reflect and redirect mm-hmm. your energy. Right. I think we're going in the right direction, but we're mm-hmm. putting our energy to the wrong thing right right instead of like honoring mommy's death we're trying to make sure her casket is polished and right, clean and making like, sure mommy has like the nice pink coffin that she always wanted mm-hmm. the nice waterproof coffin with the solid gold it's trim no with need. the 22 um, inch rims on the mm-hmm. back and it's because they start to and i hear you on the death industry because they want you like to make sure they have a great going out like they they know you love them they already know like there's no need to i have to put them in this ten thousand dollar casket so they know like who knows who knows the physical body is just we're a part of the earth so it's like if they just leave us and this is where i just be dramatic they just <laughs> leave us on the ground after we die put a little couple leaves over yeah. like you feel me we're gonna fall right back into the cycle and just go back like it's exactly we're a part of the earth anyway we are biodegradable we don't need to be in a casket like it starts to get like why are we doing this and then that brings me back to like when i think about egypt this is when i start to get like all into it mm-hmm. as far as like what is it called mummification mm-hmm they were doing it for spiritual purposes so mm-hmm. that's different like that makes sense like, but they only did it for like a few people did like right the but pharaohs exactly stuff. exactly not everybody was just not there getting insulted right and that but that makes sense because spiritually that they're those people they realize that their energy is insane so it's like to make sure that what they think whatever they think the next realm is they know energy doesn't go anywhere so it's like mm-hmm. we're gonna do this with your physical being here to make sure that it's honored and that like you have space for what I'm, I'm not like fully in depth on what they did for mummification but i know certain things was because they want you to have a peace of mind in your next life so they're going to take your brain out and put it like you feel me they're going to do certain mm-hmm. things like they'll put these things around you so when you're you know it's just to match your energy basically but america it's crazy <laughs> and the reason the america the reason why this whole bombing and stuff the reason why it happened is because during the Civil War, they didn't have, child, they didn't even have, like, refrigerators back then. Mm-hmm. They had ice right. boxes. They would get a big-ass block of ice sticking inside a box, and they'll put yep, you in the box with right. a big-ass. <laughs> yep, that's it. And so the reason why they started doing, like, the um, embalming and stuff is because people still wanted to see their kids, and they wanted to bury, have a proper burial for their kids right. after they went to go fight a bullshit war. Right. And that's, you see? And it, ju- it just carries on. It's just on. a part of the agenda. Like, literally, it starts to get, like, how are funeral like that's a billion dollar business that's in, that's insane to me down to it always brings me back to pharmaceuticals just like little things like we're so afraid of dying like you feel me down so when you do die it's, you're still afraid of how you're going out when you die like i gotta make sure i buy this i gotta make sure we do this mm-hmm. like why are we even it's just crazy so like it's it's like the culture around death varies from place to place mm-hmm. i know in like in indonesia they have like the most beautiful view of death. Mm-hmm. Like in Indonesia, what they do, like, I know was it Indonesia or Nepal, wherever the Himalayas is, I mm-hmm. think it's in Nepal, the Himalayas. So what they do, 
when somebody passes away, they'll get the, um, their uh, the loved one. They'll cremate them, mm-hmm. and they'll take their bones all the way up the mountain and they'll drop them. That's nice. Up on a mountain, mm-hmm. and what happens is the the condors that mm-hmm. live in those mountains. What they do, uh, they eat carrions, which is like um, old meat, old like mm-hmm. dead stuff. They'll grab the bones of that person, and they'll take them all the way up into the sky. They'll just drop them, mm-hmm. and then when they drop. The bones shatter, mm-hmm. and what the bird is trying to do is trying to get to the marrow, mm-hmm. and so that's how they feel like. That's how they go out. And do you see what I'm saying? How you just put it back into the you, you go back into back. the cycle. That's what it just back in the cycle. That's literally what it is. We're just it's a part of living. It's not this disastrous thing, and it's great. Like it's just all I don't want to call it propaganda, but mm-hmm. it's just like the reason we feel this way about death is to inherently end up making the companies more money in a sense so it's like they want you to be afraid so it's like when it does come down to it you have to pay for those pills you need to make sure you're doing that america's the only place that has medicine commercials why the fuck do we have commercials about pills if you need the pills your doctor's gonna tell you but they know people fear it so much oh i did cough this morning like i might need to go get this dirt tag or whatever the fuck they're called you feel me like now i have to go get this because i'm not trying to die they have all the little, like, the kids are laughing in the commercial. All the little disclaimers, you'll die, you're going to have heart disease. Like, you're going to get all this shit. Taking this one pill, trying to fix this one thing so you don't die, but you're inherently going to die. Like, you feel me? It starts to get, mm-hmm. like, it's just, it's really a, it's a, the I fear behind it. You feel that. me? The fear behind it has an end goal for them. But, like, you have to ask yourself why you're even scared in that sense. It's because we don't know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, you don't exactly. know where you go next, but at the same time, as long as we know that energy doesn't die, energy cannot die, you shouldn't that's be afraid. True. Like, it's not a thing. It's that's not the, possible. Um, that's the first law of thermodynamics. Mm-hmm. Thermodynamics, literally. Yeah. It just it cannot be created or destroyed. So It can only be transferred. Exactly. So there's no... Death isn't real. Like, it's a part of life. Like, that's one, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it is. And this is where I get in that middle ground where I'm like, I get it, but I also get this. Like, oh, it's like where you're between like your your spirit and your emotional side. Right. Or like just the physical two. and the th- like, you know, like it's just like what I get that it's not here physically, but it is mm-hmm. in an energetic sense. So it's like I can see why people get so scared because they don't understand that other side. Like people don't even realize they have a soul. Like they're just I'm a person. I'm walking. I go to work. I do this. Like caught up. They're not even the sauce. No recollection now it's 40 years later now you're worried about i'm gonna die and i didn't do this and i didn't do that like you feel like still fearing death the whole time didn't live the whole time because you're worried about how you're gonna make sure you'll be okay when you die like you know what i'm saying it's crazy it's literally crazy it's a very it's a touchy subject like i get it like Mm -hmm. it's a very one thing uh also think about um hmm? butterfly Hmm. another thing about um about like the american like like thing about death is like we don't we don't feel we don't give we don't uh, we don't give ourselves permission to feel the things that we need to feel right we always feel like only under these circumstances can you exude this emotion Mm -hmm. so that's why the funeral industry is so powerful too Mm -hmm. because the only time you they, they tell you the only way that you are going to make your grandma happy with you <laughs> and the I'm only saying. way that grandma's going to still love you even after she died and mm-hmm. we pumped her with all this fluid is if you give her a pretty ass funeral and if you cry only at this funeral yeah. because you, if you cry and if you try to do anything at work they're going to get crazy they're going to fire you and then if you they even try to. try to like 
feel any type of emotion after this, it's not going to be worth it because mm-hmm. grandma's already going to be in the ground. Mm-hmm. So you got to make sure that you get all your cries out at the funeral because that's how you get your closure. Your closure is not from being okay with grandma. <laughs> your closure didn't, your relationship with grandma didn't end mm-hmm. when grandma passed away inside the hospital bed with all those tubes in her arm. No. Your relationship with grandma ended today when I stick on the ground. Right, exactly. And exactly. they tell us these lies. When we planned your whole, the whole ending for you because it's fully planned for everybody. Exactly. We don't, we're all doing the same thing. We all get the same little default funeral. Do you know when they did my my my, uh, my grandma's funeral, mm-hmm. they showed my dad a paper. They were like, all right, you can do this, this, you can get this package, this package, this, this package. This is like crazy. Packages? I'm sorry. Excuse me? <laughs> you have a package already pre-planned That's out for terrifying. people? That's terrifying. We can get you... um. We can get you this casket with this for this amount of money oh my and we God. can excuse me no it couldn't be me bro i swear to god <laughs> i'm sorry no you know what i'm saying and it's like because you're in a state of grief and shock it's just like whatever i can it. it's like that's only a, give the money a extra two thousand i might as well go all out for grandma because if not like <laughs> bro like no no that's just crazy it's really crazy and so like that healing process starts way before that person gets EOL, before mm-hmm. they reach into life. Exactly. That process starts like when that person's in the hospital. That process starts when they get the diagnosis. Start that process of grieving early, mm-hmm. so you don't have to, you don't have that feeling. And that, of, but it shouldn't. And that's where my dilemma is with myself, because mm. I don't think it should be a grieving thing. I don't think we should be sad about it. I get why it's sad, and I, I'm, I already know. Mm, so you want to like abolish that word completely? That not, word cannot be reformed. Not even the word. I, grieving is necessary, but okay, for okay. death, it shouldn't even like you should be prepared for it at all times because it's a part of life. It's something that's gonna if it oh. comes traumatically, if it comes, you know what I'm saying? Like right now, I have a cousin on life support. She got in an accident like I want to say four months ago or so. Oh, it was wow. like September. Yeah, like a bad accident, and she's been on life support ever since. And like that whole situation, like some of my family's like. Like, let her, like, you know, let her rest. Like, just take her off. But I understand where it's, like, that grieving, some people don't want to, like, do that. Like, you know, not to say do that because they're doing that currently because she is, like, it's a it's a weird middle ground. You mm-hmm. feel me? Because she's here, but she's not. But she is here physically. But she is. It's the... She's in and out. Exactly. So it's, like, some people already grieved. Like, they're, they feel like she's not present. Her family is dire. Like, they're, she's straight like she's gonna be fine so it's like that you have to be comfortable with it because if you're holding on too tight where it's like she's gonna wake up like you can't and it's also you can't be like she's gone because it's a middle you have to Mm -hmm. be comfortable with whatever the outcome is going to be at that point exactly so it's like you know at some point your grandma's 60 years older than you she's gonna be gone one day like that's something (laughs) that i like because i love my grandma to like uh she's Mm -hmm. me and both we're both aquarius that's my dog shout out to my grandma's everywhere everywhere r.i.p my homegirl's granny who just died too shout out because like that's that's another like moment that i had this she died like maybe last week and she had like a fall first Mm. she broke her hip no, but she like hit her head, so it was like a fall, and that always when old people hit like have them baby falls, it's always not yes. always, but like it becomes a thing. Like okay, now we gotta watch them because some underlying thing is finna. And then yeah, she ended up getting sick after that, and then she ended up passing like January first too, which is crazy. And I was like, she wanted mm-hmm. to make it to the top of the year because she was that type of energy. Like she's like, I'm gonna make she, sure y'all ain't that about I to hold that. that down. Like you feel me? It's like <laughs> I'm gonna hold it down until I get it 2021, mm-hmm. and then it's gonna be, you feel me? And it's like. It's just, I don't know. I was, 
not to say, it's a sad thing but it's not like I don't know like I've never because when I'm talking to people and they're telling me like like when my friend told me she died I was more like wow like Oh, she you were like a great con- life. Like I'm just like, oh, you like, were like congratulations. You no, know, not a, you feel me. Like it's like I don't want to be like, yeah. Like I don't want to be like, <laughs> not to say yeah, because it's not that ever. But it's like I'm happy for her because like mm. it was a lot. Like she was going through it for a little minute. So it's just like lived a long life. You're about to be 90. Like you feel me? You have kids. You have grandkids. You were around them all the time. Like that's dope. Like that's where I want to be in my life. Like later, mm-hmm. sitting there just old as hell, watching all the little people. That that's made. crazy that's crazy that you mm-hmm. said that because my granddad said the same thing you see when i was um when i had that conversation with my granddad before he died he was telling me he was like my dad asked him so how do you feel about all this he was like how am i supposed to feel <laughs> i'm dying i lived a good life i have Bruh. all these grandkids i have great grandkids i'm good there's you know from birth you're gonna like you from you know from a certain age like five years old when kids like that awareness that hits at five where you're just like i'm starting to whoa you know know what i'm saying you know you're gonna die my little sister be talking about death all the time like she died like it's like but you can tell that certain just being in school or whatever has given her a perception of what death is she's not Mm -hmm. like terrified of it but she'll talk about it and some kids can't even like talk about parents don't even want to bring that around their kids Mm -hmm. like they don't need to know what dying is like they need to know from early because it's like it happens so that way, when it does happen, and they're like, "Where? Why is Grandma laying there?" Like, it, they shouldn't have that. Like, she's just sleeping, darling. Like, you feel, like I can't. Don't do that. Like, it's not. She's it's not, not helping anybody. It's not because now they're gonna grow up. Like, cannot handle it. They just mm. can't handle it. Every time somebody dies, it's a fucking disaster. Ooh, so like we have to like, we gotta reform the um reform the death reform death reformation of death exactly. Like when I have my kids, I want to make sure they just know like that is something that happens. It's a part of life. It's going to feel like a lot because it is change. And it like you feel me, it's not something you're used to, but it, it happens. It happens. So mm-hmm. it's not anything to fear, really. Because what you're saying, it sounds like that. Um, you know how everybody hate that. Um, everybody's a winner. <laughs> everybody's a champion. Everybody gets a trophy. Yeah. And I feel like that's what we're doing with the death industry. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, right. You know, did I Ex- butcher that? No, no, no. You're making perfect sense. Because even down to somebody can. It's crazy. Because. And this is why I just, because <laughs> I just like, bro, like, you know who Edgar Allan Poe is, right? Yes. Edgar Allan Poe, bro, phenomenal, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Crazy, Hits. but phenomenal. Yeah, the mercury the poisoning of- and all the, uh, the the drugs abuse. Yeah, it was crazy. That's why he was writing so good. He's um, drugs crazy, he's you feel me? <laughs> and to have, when he died, he got buried, no headstone. No, no, nobody knew who he was. Like, you feel, they didn't know. He got buried in a box with, like, where they put the homeless people. Like, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But they did go back and, like, you know, figure that out. But just in that sense, like, you can do the greatest of things. Like, it does not matter how... You know what I'm trying to say? I don't know how to explain it. You're still going to be remembered, your en- and your energy is still going to be around. This man was here how long ago? And, like, we're still talking about him right now. Exactly. Like, you feel me? It's... You never die. That's what I'm trying to... Like, you don't really die. Like, death is not really an ending. It's... An, you're in, you're entering a different energetic cycle, or, like, a, par- a different part of your cycle. Mm-hmm. So it's, like... You're just in your ancestor 5D stage at that point. like 5D stage. Vibing. <laughs> like, literally. Like, now you floating in that bitch. You ain't even... Because, what, like, what I meant by the uh, everybody's a winner thing, because, you know, like, everybody gets a trophy in a mm-hmm. little, little baseball game. Yes. But then it turns out that, hey, kid, you're actually terrible at baseball. <laughs> exactly. And because your parents kept telling you that you were good at baseball, now that you failed at baseball, you don't know what else to look at. Right. So I feel like it's the same thing with, with the death and, like, with the... The, with the death culture mm-hmm. that we keep telling everybody like oh no 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 no, no. She's, she's not dying yet <laughs> right. but what was crazy is like um 
But some people want that too, which is weird. Yeah. Some people want to hear that, and it's like I'm not. You can't. I can't. You I'm can't a, do that. Can't but that's with the kids. When you tell them she's sleeping, now they want to hear she's sleeping, right? Like she's just sleep, it, right? It, it, she's it, just sleep. Like she's gonna be fine. She's gonna be fine. Like no, you have to be better. prepared. Like you need to know it can go either way. Mm-hmm. And once you're in that, that it's not. It's a safe space. It's not as bad as everybody be trying exactly. to make it. Like, I think we should, like, allow ourselves to be vulnerable and give ourselves permission. Because I, what I learned this year mm-hmm. is that sometimes you have to give people permission to feel something. Because, mm-hmm. like, when my grandfather passed away, the first person my dad called, me. Mm-hmm. I live in uh, Broward County, Florida. He lives in Ocala. Okay. So that's, a, like, a four-hour drive. Mm-hmm. We're, like, four hours away from each other. So when my grandfather passed away, he called me, and I was like, if you need to go cry, go cry. Go do that. Please. If you need to go lay on the bathroom floor and fall out and just go do that, go go ahead and do that. Mm-hmm. And I said, I give you permission to go feel that. And he was like, yeah, I probably do need to do that. And then that's when the something clicked in my head. I'm like, maybe the reason why people don't heal properly is because they don't feel like they have permission to do that. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and that's something, too. Like, I break down things in, like, past life things too because we carry a lot of stuff from past lives if you believe in that Mm -hmm. i definitely do you carry a lot of energy from that space to where you don't even realize why you can't cry like you feel me you don't even know what it is but it could be some past life trauma you have never gotten over like especially black people we never are allowed to feel things like Mm -hmm. it was never a thing so now when we want to feel we don't know if we can or how to or just what it is because it's been there from generations and it's also here now in very subtle senses so it's like for black men specifically black women have a whole you know but black men like they don't feel like they can cry they don't feel like they can talk about these things they need to go work they need to go handle their business because da. but it's like because they were never taught you know what i'm saying never taught to they were never given permission to do and that. if they were there might still be that lingering like what is this feeling to where i feel like i can't that can be from some past like slave shit like you you were crying because you had to, like some shit like you feel me now you mm-hmm. know you can't cry like now you cannot because it ended with this person dying in front of you because you wanted to be vulnerable like now you wanted to react now this happened generations ago generations you ago. feel me and that's still carrying over from now like so it's little things that we had to like tap into like that's what i'm saying people have to ask themselves why do I feel the need to do this? Like, why do I feel the need to get the most expensive casket? Why do I feel the need? Or why do I feel like I shouldn't cry? Mm-hmm. Why do I feel I have to be strong right now? I don't have to do anything. So it's like, it'd be That's a lot. Nice. It'd be a lot. So let me ask you, let me ask you. How do you want to go out? How do you want your, your shit to go down? I just want to, what I want is to, as long as within my life, I did all the things that, I know I can accomplish. It's however the universe decides. So, because mm. no, I mean like your arrangements. Oh, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Like uh, me, like you feel me? I don't. I don't know. Oh, it you, just depends. Cause oh, okay. I want to be planted into a tree. That's my main thing. Can but I can I ruin that for you? Why? That's not a real thing. It's not possible. That's not a real thing. You talking about like when they uh, when they when cremate they make you? It, yeah, and then just put your no. That's not a real thing. Well, because trees ashes don't under like next to the tree or something. Trees don't um they don't use calcium. So mm-hmm. if you if they would um when they grind up your bones because mm-hmm. they when they cremate you there's nothing left with bones so mm-hmm. they put you in like this like this fruit processor mm-hmm. and it grinds your bones up to like a sand mm-hmm. and if they put that around a tree you might kill the tree more than help okay it, yeah that makes sense just, damn yeah well shit I don't know now for real <laughs> I really don't I don't I know I don't want to be in a casket I don't want to be buried because mm-hmm. I've I've been claustrophobic for a very long time right I'm just not with that shit I would I can't breathe 
even in death. I, I can't imagine. <laughs> like, I just can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine being locked up in that shit, bro. In oh, my God. Uh, no. So, yeah. No. I've, I've thought about being sent off in a river. I don't know how that would work. Maybe, like, a burning type thing. Mm-hmm. Like, have flowers and letters and all that shit. And then just burn me up in the water with everything. Oh, like the Viking send-off? The- yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know? And that would be nice. I would like a like a personal cremation. Like, all my dogs burn me up. Like, type shit. Like, everybody just light the torch now. Send her off and just watch <laughs> that shit. Like, that would be cool or something like that. But, yeah. I'm not trying to do... I cannot be buried. I'm not with that Can at I all. tell you how I want to go out? Yes, of course. Okay. Are you kidding me? So, I don't want a funeral. Mm-hmm. Whoa, sorry. No. Okay. Don't want a funeral. What do you want then? I want uh, nothing. I don't want shit. It's going to happen. You can't... That's not... It's not for you. The funeral is not for you. It's for the living. My mom yes, says that all the time. It's not for you. So, that's happening regardless. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, not happening. I'm going to put is. that... Make sure that um, it's written we're, down. We're doing something. No, I mean if like... I'm around shit. <laughs> something's I mean, happening. Like a funeral, I don't want to be there. Y'all can do something, but I don't want to be there. Okay. Don't have my body. Just don't oh, parade no, no, me no. around. I hear you. I like hear no you on that. That's how I feel act. too. I hear you. I hear you. I come back and I slap <laughs> out of all y'all in y'all dreams. <laughs> I hear you. But um, I want. I don't really care. I don't want to be um. Uh, do not embalm me. Mm-hmm. Don't put that shit inside <laughs> of me. <laughs> it's just unnecessary. Don't put that stuff in me. Mm-mm. Um, I don't want. I don't want my body to be prepared because you know they do a lot. To they do a bodies. lot. They do a lot. They do it's the eye the things. Oh. They put the um the contacts in your eyes. Stop. The, the yeah, because you're hooks. just gray. Oh my god. I'm sorry. I'm just really thinking about it. Like no. <sighs> so like just y'all, they put it. like con like contacts in your eyes with hooks that point upwards, and they close your eyelids over them so the eyes don't pop open uh. at the funeral. Then they put they sew your mouth closed. They mm-hmm. um, stuff your mouth to make it look full. And yeah, but they go it. through the gums. What? So they they get a wire and they go through the bottom your bottom teeth and mm-hmm. they go through your gum. And they come back up and they go back mm, to, you, to keep your mouth yeah, shut. Yeah, so you can't see it from the you outside. You ever notice too. how your mouth look like this? Mm-hmm. It's because it's it shown. makes sense. I'm, I make then sense. they super glue your lips together so it doesn't show the the damn stitches. Then you ever notice why like their chins are always like this? Yep. It's because that's where they put the little the tube mm. for the vomit fluid. But let me not talk about that. No, but it's a part of it. I want. I don't want none of that shit. <laughs> I want my body to be do whatever with it. Just don't put no shit in me. You want to. You want to cremate me? That's cool. I fuck with that, too. I feel like, put me back in the air. Mm-hmm. I'm a very airy person. Put mm-hmm. me back in the air. Um, That's nice. But I want everybody to plant sunflowers all over everywhere for me. That's nice. I want people to um, plant trees in my honor. I want to... That's it. That's how I want to be remembered, just, mm-hmm. the, just the plants. I feel you. I feel that. And that, too. So, how do you feel about um, family, family like burial grounds like on your land? Like, if your family has a home, your whole family gets buried there. Oh, that's dope. It's different, right? That's dope. That's something I, I've always thought about. South Carolina. Right. That's something I've always thought about as far I don't want to be buried next to Susan. I want to be with my last, with my people, like, over there. So, mm-hmm. that's, if I, see, I don't want to be buried. But you feel me? Like, that, I can, like, plant the garden around that to where it's, like, if you do want to be buried, we have a land. Like, mm-hmm. that's where we at. Because then, you know? Like, that feels better to me than, like, all that extra shit. I'm not paying nobody, bitch. Like, we can go over here. We have this that's place. Crazy, like, man. you know? But that's really important because I just did my ancestry, right? Really? Did my genealogy. Yeah, it was beautiful. Mm. And the what disturbed me was that I had to find my, my like, my, my, I about to say my ancestors. They are my ancestors. They're, yeah, they are. They are my ancestors. But I had to find their graves. Okay. But they're, they were buried all over the place. That's it's crazy. So my grandma's buried at Sunset Memorial Gardens. My grandfather is also buried at Sunset Memorial Gardens. Mm-hmm. 
my um my great grandfather is buried also at Sunset Memorial Gardens, mm-hmm. but everybody else is in South Carolina. Mm. But one thing that they do have is called um, findagrave.com, mm-hmm. and people they go around taking pictures of graves and they post it online. It's creepy to me. I'm sorry. It is creepy, <laughs> it but it's a beautiful out. thing. It tripped me out because especially like for somebody like me, I don't know where I come from. Mm-hmm. I'm a Black American. <laughs> I'm a Black American. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where I come from. I don't know where mm-hmm. my people from. And the only way for me to know how to properly spell my ancestors' name to get like to know when they were born and what they lived through to mm-hmm. find a history is to see their headstone yeah you know right so like i like how you said that mm-hmm. put everybody together so if you want to know something let's just go to grandma house right. and let's see let's go in the backyard and it's crazy that you say the last name thing too because even if like i'm from an island but we were still we still don't know what happened right mm-hmm. before that to the point when my family got here in a sense i don't know if it happened when they were trying to move to the states or when they got to haiti in a sense but there's three different spellings of my mom's last name, like three different ones mm-hmm. because they didn't know how to spell it because it wasn't their original name. Like, exactly. you feel me? So we have mad family who have the same last name just spelled differently just for the mere fact. We don't know who we are. So it's like, I guess that's just how confused. you spell this. Yeah. Because they gave us this one. I don't know. Like, you feel me? Bruh. So that shit's just crazy. That's yeah. Crazy. And then that's where it's like that too. Burial is very, very important when it comes to death because it's like if somebody asks for something specific, you like, you cannot go back on that because like, like for instance if you want to be buried like uh, my friend's grandma says she want to be buried with her um her husband like send her back to her, mm-hmm. her home country Aww. whatever but with corona and every it's just not possible right now and it's just expensive so i was telling her like make sure you bury her with something a picture something of his to where she's he's still around her because it's like that's something she wants like you feel me mm-hmm. and af- energetically if they know like they're gonna know like you know what i mean like you it's always they're they always know. around so they know like if that's that's the one thing they ask for you have to make sure like that gets done because nobody really dies i'm trying nobody to say really so dying. it's like if i ask you for one thing and i, I go to my little trip where i'm going <laughs> that's all i ask you for one one job like it'd be that right? so i'm glad you touched on that um so what do you think happens when we leave our earthly bodies i have many theories so what i think I think we can either just, I don't know if we have like a, a full consciousness where it's like, okay, I'm floating now. Like mm-hmm. this is where it's at. I don't know. Or we jump back in. I have like random ones. It's either we just float back into the, throw we're back in space, just boom, back in it, floating. And then when the time is right or when we feel an energetic shift, we fly into different vessels or whatever has to happen. Or there could be like, a heaven in a sense where it's like once you've ascended like you've learned all your lessons because life is really about lessons so it's Mm -hmm. like once you've learned all of that which is who knows when because that's and that's another reason why i feel like there's many lives because oh you talk about nirvana yes exactly okay so it might be nirvana to where you've you did it there's nothing else for you to learn high five you know what i'm saying so you're just up there you're lit like whatever your vision of what heaven is is what where you're at now because there's just there's nothing else for you to do you did it and then there's a chance so you get up there right and there might be different ones who are up there with you whatever and it gets to a point we gotta go to earth something they're fucking it up <laughs> like you felt like it, like it'd be that like bro go somebody back. has to go because we have to go or like one of them's like i'm gonna go to go try like do y'all want to come or you know what i'm saying like we got a mission for you how you feeling because i know you just finished but like you, you can come back nigga. but i think that okay so i'm glad mm-hmm. you because i feel like we already we connected already yes, i feel yes. like because um remember with that episode with sade 
Yes. I did. We were talking about dreams. Mm-hmm. And she was telling me how her, her grandma came to visit her in a dream. I've had that too. Yep. Um, my grandma visited me in a dream. Mm-hmm. My coworker visited me in a dream. My coworker that just passed away. Mm. Shout out to my big homie. Aww. Love you, dog. That's crazy. He came to visit me in a dream. And he looked exactly the same to mm. the T. Because he had a, um, a messed up tooth right here. Mm-hmm. Tooth was still messed up in the dream. That's so crazy. But you know they know how to come to you, which they, is crazy. Because yeah. like my um my cousin who's in a coma right now, she like or on life support, same thing. But she came to me in my dream twice. The first time, I saw her, she was like a dark figure, like not a dark, but just like I couldn't see her face. It was just a, like a figure, mm-hmm. and I was like, yo, like. Yo, I've been looking for you. Like, we gotta try to find your way back, basically. And she was like, "No," <laughs> like she literally was like, "No." And then was skipping along, like, but she was happy. I could feel like mm-hmm. energetically, she's very happy. Like at that point, so I was like, "Okay, cool, cool, whatever." And then I woke up like, "Damn, bro!" Like she's probably what you not mean, ready no. to come back yet. Yeah, like I was like, "All right, you got that." She's probably vibing. Right, and then I saw her the second time at like a family party type thing. And she was like, she apologized. <laughs> she literally apologized My for bad. saying that. Yeah, she was like, but she looked like a person this time. She didn't mm. look, she kind of looked like herself. She looked like herself, but she didn't. Like, it was weird. But she looked good. And she was like, she told me, she was like, it's me. Like, you feel me? And she was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sorry for what I said last time, whatever. And then she went about her business again. So that just made me feel like she's good still. She's still good. Regardless, that doesn't tell me anything, but she's still good. And I can feel that, like, you know, there was no, it's not a, it's not a dark place to be that that what is it called in limbo it's mm. not limbo is a very another place of just you know that like purgatory yeah right right so i don't feel like death is dark and horrible either because limbo is not a scary place either you feel me like it might look it might be seemingly scary because when i first saw like the dark figure i was like whoa girl like, why did you come here, girl? Do I'm that. saying, like, what's going on? But like, you know, it's just crazy. Like, I don't feel like I feel like once we do die, we're not gonna be thinking about anything. That's mm-hmm. like, wow, I really fucked up. I should have gone and did that. Shit. I should wore purple that day. Like, it shouldn't. It's not gonna be none of that. You're gonna be at a peace. Like, it's gonna be a very, oh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like a very just. Mm-hmm. It's like a deep understanding at that point. Of whatever it is, maybe like now a few of your lessons ticked in. Maybe you didn't catch all your lessons, so you might have to come back and do some shit. It might not even be on this planet. It could be some whole other shit you got going on. Fucking like Avatar. Some... You know what I'm saying? You f- <laughs> <laughs> who knows? But yeah, there's like different ones. But I do believe. I definitely believe in the ascended masters for sure. Like I feel like a lot of the people that I've encountered in life are ascended masters on some shit. Like, cause just the conversations I end up having, I just be like. You've been Why are you here? Yeah, like I'm like, so who told you to come? You we did we meet up there? Like, what's going on? Do we have a plan? Like, I start to get like, <laughs> are you one of them? Yeah, like did did we you plan know this gonna back? No, they gonna say no. Right, they always but be saying no. You would no. never know because you probably knew as a baby. That's what I'm saying. It'd be stuff like that because the way you acted as a baby, it it kind of rolls with you. I didn't. I was very quiet. Like I'm trying to tell you, it really, like it scared people because mm-hmm. I did not, and I'm still like that. Like when people come around me, they don't know what to do because I don't talk. But it's just. It could be little things. That's why I don't know. Like, was that placed on me just so I wouldn't say too much if it came? Because, you know, now I'm like, I'm trying to help people and stuff. Like, imagine if I was just saying random ass shit. Like, you know, you died on October 3rd of 1833 at the, like, some crazy, like, you feel me? Like, I don't, like, they know what to do with that. So it's they like. They don't know. So right. you had to learn to be humble first with that gift. Right. But I feel like I came in with that. Like, I feel you like they, they put it? it on top. Like, if you are, like, I'm not to say, not to say I'm an ascended master or nothing, mm-hmm. but like. I can like I can feel that wherever we were before we entered this plane, 
certain things were placed upon us for us to learn, like whether it be our parents, our circumstances. Oh, like a little, like a little checklist. Are you getting- exactly oh. for the lessons that you're gonna learn? So it's either we put these lessons in place for us because we know how we are. So it's like we chose our parents. We chose because exactly it's not linear. How, exactly because it's not linear. Exactly. So it's like we're gonna send you back down there with, like you feel me? Like you're gonna have these parents. With your there. grocery list. This and you're you gonna just do. just look at the little breadcrumbs, see what you gotta do, and then go forward with that. Go and then it's like there. if you fall off your path, you're gonna find it's gonna come back because you already knew, you already planned for that mm-hmm. in a sense. So I just don't, you know, it's just gonna it's all a cycle. It's always oh, come back around. Lit. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, 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 okay. Because we we going over time. All right, ready? If death was a person standing in front of you right now, if death was a, a regular person like me and you, and you could ask him or her, let me really think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. Um, <laughs> I'm so funny. I'd be like, yeah, the people on this plane are having a hard time understanding what you're saying. So I'm gonna need you to come in a little softer for them. That's how I feel mm. like, cause I I can understand why. Cause I was about to be my first question was gonna be why do you come off so strong? But I get it. Like you feel me? I can understand. Yeah, cause I have a job to do. Period. Down that's to the, the Grim Reaper, how the Grim Reaper looks. It's like that's how I pictured it when you said it. Like, okay, Grim Reaper standing right here. Why do you come off like that? But it's like I understand because you have a job to do. I have you to get literally these have a job here. to do. We, it's time. I have a schedule. There's no games. Oh, like that's you feel crazy. me? I'm like the people don't get it. They're scared. When you walk up like that, they're not understanding you're doing a job. They're feeling like you're taking me from here, and I don't like. You can't do that. Like there's things to be done, or like shit. Like I can't do like, you know, or something. Like it's just not right. But it is right. It's. Like I've never, yeah. Oh, you know like, what I'm saying? It's like retail over oh, the Karens. Oh, that's crazy! It's like retail working. Mm-hmm. Death is just trying to do his. He's just working. He's like, just <laughs> homie, just trying to do his job. Like I don't care about you and your grandma relationship. Bro, I'm a, I'm grandma has shift. to go with me. Like I gotta do this. My I'm dog sent me down clock. here to get this done. So what's good? When people say like you know they see the light and every because how is death dark? But everyone's saying they see a light when they, not everyone. When you hear of near death experiences, there's mm-hmm. a light involved. I've had a moment like I that fainted. too. Um, I was given blood one day. Mm-hmm. Wait, what you call me for? I was. Um, let's see if you want to do a little feature. You want to do a little feature on the podcast? We still recording. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right, homie. I'm going to call you right back. We're almost done. Questions together. Okay. But anyways, yes. Like, if I want to ask Death a question, first of all, I'll say thank you. Because, like, no matter what, no matter who you're in the presence of, you always mm-hmm. have to say thank you. Right. And that's what I'm thank saying. You. I get it. That's why I was like, I can't even ask you no question. I got to make a statement. Because I don't know what, like, I don't have any questions for you because I appreciate yeah. you. Like, you feel me? It's not, I don't even have a question. Like, literally. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. What was it? I don't have a question. You just, thank I you. just thank you. You feel what I'm saying? Like, there's it's nothing weird. I can ask Death because, like, you're not doing any the you're, you're just doing your job. Right. You're not doing anything wrong. The problem is oh But do you see where I said? Hold on, hold on. Let me let get me get it, hit this. Get it let, out. Me, get let, out. Me, let me hit this. Let me hit it. Let me hit this. The fault is not in our stars, dear Brutus. Mm. Oh, that's Shake. Mm. I can win Shakespearean mm. on that. Don't Shakespearean. Play with them. It's not in the Come on, oh, Hamlet. Where's the fault that? is not in where our is stars. That? Where is that? The problem that we have with death is not even about death. It's about us and our relationship mm-hmm. with the people who we are losing. Right. It is our the relationship with ourselves. Mm-hmm. And people don't even want to, down to just not even physical death, ego death. Nobody wants to kill their ego. Like, yeah. that's that's the, that's the first step to understanding death right That there. was that card. Which one? 
The tower. Yes. Ex- boom. The tower. It's an ego death. That, you. On. We're here. I'm trying to tell y'all. <laughs> Listen. You got to start there. Before you can even really understand physical death, it's like you got to kill that ego. Because once, once you... And it's hard. Because once it happens, it feels like a physical death. Like, damn, the physical death of yourself. Well, not even physical death of yourself. It feels like a physical death of yourself because now you're becoming the person that you're supposed to be because now that ego, that mask, because I think of them in masks, mm-hmm. like how Freud... You know the um, mm-hmm. ego, so you understand ID and everything. I think of them in masks, oh, basically. About the id, ego, and yes. super ego? So it's like you have mm. the mask that you wear in front of people, the mask that you wear for yourself, because now you're like you're used to wearing a mask outside. So when you get home, you can barely take that shit off, because now it's like, am I this person or is it? You have to mm. get rid of that first, kill that, and then you'll be able to understand how physical death is not the death you think it is. Like exactly. it's not, because it's the same thing. We die all the time. That's why I, I think We're, that's what it is. Like I don't feel like. You seen um you seen Avatar? Yeah. Um, the last Airbender. Yes. That's thing. what it is. The, We're just being all the reincarnated. Time. Exactly, all the time. Because that's it, what I'm saying. If you believe in reincarnation, because it's it could be that, but it's it happens all the time on Earth constantly. Like we're not kids anymore. That's a death right there. We're not in middle school anymore. That's mm-hmm. a death. Like that's now death. we're young adults. A death. That's a death. We're gonna be adults. That's now you're having kids. That's a whole death of yourself again. Because now you're spread apart now you got to make sure your kids are straight like you feel me that's it's just Mm -hmm. different we go through it all the time so it's like don't think of it as this horrible ending to things it's really just a new beginning but you're just it's change it's just change Mm -hmm. and on that note what advice would you give anybody out there worried about death i would say don't be so scared it happens it's a part of life just get more comfortable with it start preparing from now it's not even preparedness just know that it happens so you're not surprised when it does basically like get comfortable with it as happy as you are when a child is born be that comfortable with death i, I try to say it as calmly as i can because i you know it's, it's still touchy for people like people just don't when was coming in here to me i was like i don't do that you don't do what like i'm still confused by that like, you know so just yeah just try to get comfortable with it because it does happen it's not for us to fear because it's a part of life literally yeah. You know? Like so like that? Like so like that. Like so like that. <laughs>